You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're going to talk about what holds us back from doing what we want with our lives. One of my neighbors from when I lived up in Mount Shasta, California, sent me a link uh, to a short 15 minute or so documentary called slow-mo. And if you haven't seen it, I, I highly suggest you take a look. It's only 15 minutes long, uh, but it's won a number of awards. And it's about this guy who walks away from his medical career. He was a, a doctor and, uh, he did that. He walked away so that he could do what he loves, which is rollerboarding. And, and really, there were a couple things that drove him to do that. The, the first was he was in the hospital one day, and he was talking to this 93-year-old man, and he asked the 93-year-old man, what advice would you have for me? And the old man said, do what you want to. And that really struck a chord with uh, this guy, Slow-Mo. And then the second thing that happened was he had a health issue, which caused him to reassess his life and say, gee, what do I want to do with it? And the movie itself, this little documentary, is really inspiring because we see somebody make a conscious decision to do something with their lives that brings them joy, that aligns with what their heart wants. And it raises the question, why don't we all do what we want with our lives? As you all probably know, I walked away from a very good career in business strategy consulting. Um, I'd been doing my shamanic work on the side, and then I had a bad accident. And like slow-mo, it caused me to reassess my life. So I decided to make some major changes, truly start living the life I wanted and what I wanted to do, which is why today I help other people live courageously authentic lives. And I split my time between San Francisco and Guatemala when I'm not traveling to other places. On the one hand, it's a really simple concept, this idea of do what you want, do what you want to, do what your heart wants. Um, and isn't that what we all want? I mean, of course, when I say doing what you want to do, doing it without causing harm to others. Um, but, you know, what our hearts or what our souls, you know, grounded in unconditional love want us to do. 
it's a very simple concept and yet it can be and probably is one of the most difficult things for us to do in our lives. Since I've made these changes in my life, I'm amazed at how many people have come up to me and want to talk about it. Uh, They usually fall into one of two camps, Uh, the I could never do that camp and the how did you do it camp. I got a call about a year ago from one of my previous bosses and he was squarely in the how did you do it camp. He wanted to know exactly how I was able to walk away from my career and walk away from all these other things and build this life that I want. We ended up talking for about an hour and I shared with him my rationale and which is quite simply, I didn't want to look back on my life and regret not trying. Side note, in case you didn't know this, do you know what the number one regret most people have on their deathbed? According to Bronnie Ware, uh, who's a palliative care nurse, uh, she wrote this book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. The number one thing that people regret when they're on their deathbed and they're dying is this. They say, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Now, I wasn't aware of this regret and and this book when, when I made my decision, but this concept really rings true to me. I knew that if I didn't try, I would look back on my life and regret not taking the chance. And I knew that even if I failed, if I tried and I I failed so badly that I was like homeless in the streets with just one pair of clothes on my back, at least I knew that I could console myself with the fact that I tried. But if I didn't try, I really couldn't see any way that I could console myself later on in life because by not trying, I failed automatically. So as we talked, uh, as my old boss and I talked, he shared some of his dreams with me. And he's a husband and he's a father. He's got two adult children, uh, the youngest of which graduated from college recently. And I challenged him during our conversation to go after his dreams. And as I did so, and as we continued talking, I noticed that he shifted to the other camp, which was the I could never do that camp. Um, And he talked about all the reasons why he couldn't do it, why he couldn't go after these dreams that he have, that he has, that his heart wants him to do. And of course, he's not the only one, right? I have another friend that dreams of owning and working at a bar on the beach. And he loves the beach. He has the perfect personality to run a bar. You know those people where you can just hang out with them and talk with them and you feel comfortable with them right away and they truly listen to you? He's one of those guys. And that personality is great to be a bartender and a, a bar owner on the beach. He, too, has uh, two nearly adult children. Uh, the youngest one will be starting uh, senior high, uh, senior year of high school this year. And he's convinced that there's no way he'll ever be able to live this dream. And then I have a friend of mine who really wants to move back to her hometown, which is by the beach in New England. And we talk about it often. And every time we do, she comes up with a dozen different reasons why it's not going to happen. You know, the job market, the housing market, her savings account, the time, et cetera. You could fill in any type of things you want. Um, But there are reasons that she comes up with why it will never happen. So why is it so difficult for us to do what we want in life? Why do we hold ourselves back? 
Today, we're going to talk about the many ways that we hold ourselves back, and I'll share some ideas and perspectives on how to move forward so that you might be able to avoid the number one regret of living when we are on the edge of dying. So let's start with what holds us back. And, and in all honesty, there's only one thing that holds us back from doing what we want with our lives, from doing what our heart wants. And that one thing is ourselves. We can give the reason uh, a variety of different labels. We can rationalize it in such a way that it sounds beautiful and it makes sense and logical. And yes, I can completely understand why you don't, you can't do it. But the truth is, when it comes down to it, we are the only things that are holding ourselves back. So I've already shared, you know, one of the ways that we hold ourselves back is we don't believe it's possible for us to do it because of whatever it is that's going on in our world. We may have children, or perhaps we don't have enough money in the bank, or maybe we're in the middle of a slow economy and don't think we could get that other job. Whatever it is that we believe, that becomes our reality. So if we believe that we don't have enough money or that we can't make a change to our life because we have children, then guess what? You don't have enough money, and you can't make that change in your life because you have children. And I don't want to minimize these things because, of course, you do need to think about these things. You need to plan and make sure that you have money to make a change. You need to plan, if you have children, how you are going to incorporate the needs of your children and the safety and well-being and school and all these other things about your children into your decision. Right? We have to think about it. We need to plan about it. But there are so many different ways to accomplish the same one thing, right? That saying there's more than one way to skin a cat is very true. And you're probably hearing my cat in the background right now. Um, she's joining in on the show. Um, but there are more than one way to accomplish something. So let's just say your dream is to live in Italy for a year and you really want to immerse yourself in the culture and the language, but you worry and you say, I can't do that because I don't have enough money to rent a villa for a year. Well, maybe you don't, and that may be an actual fact, but there's other ways for you to go to Italy. What if you swapped houses with somebody, or maybe you just rented a room instead of an entire villa or you work as an English tutor for someone's children in exchange for room and board. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about why we don't do what we want with our lives. If you have any questions, give me a call, 866-451-1451. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience Experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a 1,000 short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305 705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com isn't it time to sell your property today learn the my short sale guru way do you battle with weight loss there is a solution founder of weight no more consulting deborah simons can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery 
I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about what holds you back from doing what you want with your life. And just before the break, I was saying that there's really only one thing that holds us back, and that is ourselves. And we um, we tell ourselves that perhaps something could never happen. And what I was saying is we may actually be in a situation, for example, where we don't have enough money uh, to rent that villa in Italy for a year, but there's many other ways that you can, in fact, get to Italy for a year, whether it's swapping houses or renting a room instead of the entire villa or working as an English tutor in exchange for a room and board. Being open and saying, gee, this is what I want to accomplish and uh, looking for other ways to solve a challenge is, is really key in order to do what you want to with your life. But the first step is to believe that it is possible, that it is possible if your dream is to live in Italy for a year, it is possible to do so. And Audrey Hepburn, um, the amazing actress who was in Breakfast at Tiffany's, I love how she puts it. She says, nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. It's right there in the word. Now, this idea of not believing that something is possible shows up in many different ways, not just, you know, saying, gee, I can't do it because of this. Along the same lines of this not being possible, another way that we hold ourselves back is by ignoring or downplaying what we want for our life. And this approach may be a little less painful than saying, gee, it's not possible because we don't actually give ourselves the opportunity to dream about what it is we want because we're ignoring it or we're downplaying it. Um, and therefore, we're not actively saying no. We're just saying, oh, yep, we're not going to even think about it. But we're still saying no in this instance. Uh, we're saying no to even dreaming and then, you know, let alone living our dream. And at some point, this this thing that, is is calling to us to be done will bubble up inside of us and it will demand that you consider the dream. So at most, ignoring or downplaying what you want for your life, saying, oh, it's not important or I'm not going to focus on that um, and putting it aside without, least, without at least giving it the opportunity to percolate and to explore it before making the decision maybe to not go forward with it is going to come back and, and kind of bite you a little bit in the butt at some point and say, hey, no, it's really time for you to pay attention to me. Another way that this mindset of it's impossible shows up is in how we perceive ourselves and how we view our abilities. So we may have a dream of working in the circus and being the tightrope walker, um, but 
maybe we don't know how to walk a tightrope. And so we say, oh, well, that's what I really want to do, but I don't have the skills or I'm not good enough. Or there's five other tightrope walkers that are already at the circus and they're so much better than me. So why should I even try? Um, this mindset around our skills and our abilities and, and using those as an excuse to uh, block the dream that we have is, is something that a number of us do. And, and what we end up doing is we compare ourselves to others. We find ourselves coming up short and then we walk away from the dream before we even start. And I'll share a personal example. As some of you know, I love to dance. And when I'm in San Francisco, I take classes at a dance studio that I've been a member at uh, for about seven years now. I've built up a really great relationship with a bunch of the women at the studio. And when I go there, it's like being at home, right? There are parts of what we do for dance that I'm good at. And there's also parts that, you know, quite frankly, I'm not good at or may never even get at some, you know, at some point in my life, I'll just say, okay, I can't do it uh, or I can't do it yet. And at this point in my life, I am okay with that, right? Some of my friends and my classmates can do a particular thing right away when I can't. Our bodies are all different, right? And I've learned to accept that, right? There are times where I, there is something I can't do or there's something that perhaps I need to practice more at and do than somebody else and vice versa, right? There are times when we're doing something in class and I'm able to get it fairly easily and other people cannot. And that's a healthy perspective, right? Knowing, okay, this is something I need to work on. But there was one point uh, early on when I was going to this dance studio where I would beat myself up and I would actually become really depressed because I wasn't able to do something that my classmates were able to do. And I was considering quitting because I didn't feel that I was good enough going back to that other way that we, we sell ourselves short going after our dreams. So when we say, gee, I don't have the abilities, I actually thought about quitting. But luckily, I realized that if I quit, I'd be quitting something I really enjoyed and something that I wanted to do. And at the end of the day, I would only be hurting myself, both by not dancing, but also by not being able to connect with this incredible community of women that I dance with. So now when I go to class, if there's something that I cannot do, or at least cannot do right away, I ignore that voice in my head that says, gee, you're not good enough. And I instead just go and have fun, which is what it's all about anyway, right? So I go, I do the best I can, and I give myself the gift of doing something that I love and I want to do and accepting that I'm not perfect at it. We also hold ourselves back under this idea of it's impossible umbrella uh, when we tell ourselves that we don't deserve whatever it is. We don't believe that we're worthy of that joy. We don't deserve to be happy. We, why should we have something that we really like when you know other people are suffering? Whatever it is, this, this idea of I don't deserve it is something that holds us back as well. So this the it's impossible mindset is a pretty powerful one when we think about how it can prevent us from going after what we want in life. And whether it's that we feel our life situation wouldn't make it possible for us to do what we want to do or by ignoring or downplaying our dreams or feeling that we don't have the skills or deserving it, 
we need to learn how to work through that mindset in order to actually open up the possibilities. So how do we do that? First, I would suggest that you take some advice from Audrey Hepburn and change it's impossible to it's or I am possible or I'm possible. Put up post-it notes saying that it's possible, that you deserve it, etc. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about how to overcome the it's impossible mindset. Call in if you have any questions, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com and for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1 or bonniegp at aol.com. Essential Nutrients LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about what holds us back from doing what we want with our lives. And just before the break, we were looking into how do we work through the it's impossible mindset, which can show up in a number of different ways. And I was starting to say, hey, first and foremost, switch it's impossible to I'm possible. Take some wise words from Audrey Hepburn. Put up post-it notes saying it's possible, that you deserve it, that you have or you can develop the skills needed to do what it is you want to do. You know, make signs, put them where you can see them to remind yourself that, yes, it is possible. Read them, remind yourself that, yes, you can do this. I mean, even look yourself in the mirror and state your dream that you deserve it and that you'll go after it and, and make that commitment to believe in the possibility of it happening. So first and foremost, believe that it's possible. Now, of course, we can do other things besides having the it's impossible mindset mindset and mentality to hold ourselves back from doing what we want with our lives. Fear is another thing that holds us back, and it can show up in a number of different ways. So 
Let's start with talking about what is fear. Fear is a survival mechanism designed to help us avoid getting hurt, being eaten or killed, right? And when fear is used this way, it's extremely beneficial. So, you know, we should be afraid of picking up that king cobra that we see when we're walking down the street because it could bite us and kill us, right? Fear is there to help us avoid dangerous situation. And it's driven primarily by our egos. But for most of us, though, we don't have lives that are filled with a lot of dangerous situations. I mean, our lives now and, and this time are, are much more comfortable than they were back in caveman time when you did have to worry about being eaten by an animal or, um, you know, falling and hurting yourself and not having any type of care available. So, in fact, you know, the reality is our morning commute might be the most dangerous thing we face. And I don't want to minimize the morning commute, but um, we don't have a whole lot of dangerous situations. And what this means is that our ego has very little to do. Uh, and for those of you who have connected with your ego and you're working to release the control the ego has over yourself, you know that the ego likes to be busy. They like to try to control things. And if there isn't a whole lot of things for the ego to do, the ego will actively go out and search for or make things up, right? And let me just share how we've all experienced this, right? Our, our ego and our mind will team up and they'll create drama where perhaps no drama is really necessary, so you may be going to a family event and let's just say that your aunt Susie had said something mean to you the last time you spoke with her. And so before you even go to the event, you're just thinking about what aunt Susie said and you're like, Oh, aunt Susie, I don't like aunt Susie. And Oh, I bet you it's going to be horrible. And you know, and by the time you're all done and you're actually at the family event, you're feeling pretty unhappy and miserable and you're angry towards aunt Susie and aunt Susie hasn't even done anything this time. Right. But you've walked in, you've created drama that's unnecessary. Um, that is how our ego starts to take control when it's, quote, bored, right? So we may run through a variety of scenarios of how something may go down. We might be focusing on the worst case examples. And, you know, we might even say, I can't move forward because of whatever that fear brings up within us. And this is how fear prevents us from doing what our heart wants. One of the biggest things that causes fear to intensify for us, for most of us at least, is the fear of the unknown. And when we're embarking on something new, whether it's trying out a new dance class or deciding to quit our jobs and launch a new business and move to another country, the unknown can be a huge fear and a huge deterrent from taking any steps. I mean, think about Either one of those, and uh, you know, I purposely put a, a pretty broad spectrum there. You look at either one of those, and you can see how you could very easily talk yourself out of doing something by saying, gee, I don't know what's going to happen, or I have no guarantee that it's going to work out, or what if you know, I run out of money or fill in the blank, right? But our fear can become a voice louder than our heart sometimes. Now, I know I've said this before on this show, and I'm going to say it again, and I'll probably say it again on another show, but the truth is everything is uncertain. There are no guarantees in life. The only certainties are that nothing stays the same and that every day you're getting older and you're getting closer to when it's your turn to die. 
So even if you continue to do the exact same thing today that you did yesterday and you say, I'm not going to follow that dream, I'm going to stay right where I am and just keep doing what it is that I've been doing, there's no guarantee that you're going to have the same result. There's no guarantee that you'll still be working at the job that you hate. There's no guarantee that the people you love will still be here. There's no guarantee that you will have good health or that your health won't deteriorate anymore. We have this misguided belief that we can control things out of, that are really out of our control thanks to our ego. But the truth is we cannot. So the question is, since you cannot control anything except how you react to or respond to a situation, why not create the situation in life that you want? Uncertainty is going to exist in both scenarios. If you choose to stay in your current way of living, which is not what you want to do with your life, if you choose to stay in that current way, you can't control the fact that, I don't know, a recession may come and you get laid off and there's no jobs. You can't control that, um, you know, your, your spouse is going to still be with you. So, you know, there's going to be uncertainty whichever way you go. So go with the one that makes your heart sing. I created a really helpful visualization meditation to help with this idea of uncertainty and choosing one path over another. Um, it's a simple meditation and I would love to send it to you. So if you'd like to get a free copy of it, just send me an email at admin at spirit evolution and I will share it with you. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about fear and how it prevents us from moving forward with the life that we want. Call in with any questions or comments, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Lipe is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, jobsannex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. JobsAnnex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. JobsAnnex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At JobsAnnex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. 
Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about what holds us back from doing what we want with our lives. And just before the break, I was starting to talk about fear and how fear can hold us back. And the fear of uncertainty uh, being one of the biggest fears that we have when we're considering doing something new with our lives. But there are other types of fear as well, and I want to talk about one or two other ones. Another one is the fear of timing, and that sounds something like that. Gee, is this the right time for me to do it? Uh, Do I have everything that I need? Uh, When is the perfect time for me to do whatever it is that I want to do to make, you know, my life be what it is I want it to be? As you all know, I used to work as a business strategy consultant. And one of the things I would do is I'd help companies build better relationships with their customers. And I'd look at their customer database and I'd do all sorts of analyses about customer needs and value based on the existing data. And every single client that I worked with would be concerned about the findings from the analysis because their data wasn't, quote, perfect. And I can't tell you how many times I heard, but we don't have this piece of data or we don't have that piece of data for all of our customers. We only have it for, oh, 75% of our customers, right? The idea was that they were wrestling with was that without having 100% completely perfect data, the company couldn't make inferences about their customer needs. Now, of course, this mentality is incorrect. And this is, you know, the, the truth about data and, and how data works is that we don't need to have 100% data in order to look at trends and percentages and things like that. Uh, surveys are based solely on a subset of, say, the, the U.S. population and yet are typically a good indicator of the mindset and the beliefs of the total population. So this mindset and mentality um, around data is incorrect, as is this mentality that you have to wait until everything is perfect before you make changes, right? This is completely incorrect mentality. And, you know, again, here's the deal. You'll never have the perfect time to do what you want. There's always going to be challenges. There will always be uncertainties. There will always be risks, right? Anytime you're going to try something new, there are inherent risks associated with it. I don't care what it is. Um, If it is just signing up for a dance class, there's a risk that you can't do it or that you fall and you hurt yourself or... I don't know, people laugh at you or whatever it is. There are risks associated with anything that we want to do. Um, And we'll never have an opportunity to do anything if we sit there and say, well, the timing has to be perfect. I'll give you an example. I, I know someone who was thinking about starting a family with his wife, but he kept getting hung up on this idea of, well, we can't have the baby until it's the perfect time to have a child. And in his mind, they had to reach a number of defined milestones before they could even consider it, right? That included living in a certain kind of house, having a set income level, having a defined plan for maternity leave, being able to be at a certain place in terms of their health, uh, the right insurance, et cetera. You get the idea. And 
these are all important things to think about when you are planning a family, right? You want to make sure that you can provide for the child. You want to make sure that the, the house that the child is going to live in is safe and that you can give food to the child and take the child to the doctor. They're all important things to think about. But in this situation, um, uh, he would define a milestone. And then when that milestone was met, he would change the bar for the milestone. And it wasn't that he didn't want children because he did. Um, it was this fear of the uncertainty and the timing and how do we make sure it's the perfect time to have a child so that we're not going to have any problems or risk or stress or whatever, right? So obviously this fear was holding him back. And if we, if we all kind of thought that way, right, if we all analyzed a decision to have a child and said we had to reach a certain something and we had to do something so the timing was perfect and there was no risk and this and that, the reality is we'd probably have a very drastic reduction in the number of babies being born. At some point, regardless of what it is that you are wanting to do with your life, you have to realize that you have, you have enough information, you have enough data to make the decision, you have enough fill in the blank. And while it may not be perfect, you have to just jump in and try. So plan a little to make sure your basics are covered and then jump. That's all you can do. I will tell you that usually when something brings up feelings of fear in me, I take it as a sign that that is exactly what I need to be doing, right? That fear is coming up and it's serving as a barometer of where I need to focus my efforts for the greatest change and impact on my life. I know we've talked a lot about a fear, a lot about fear on this show and how to overcome it, but I want to just quickly say that if you see yourself in any of these descriptions where you're saying, gee, yep, you know what? I, I am afraid of uncertainty. I, I want to know exactly how everything's going to go, or I am nervous about perfect timing and, and doing so in such a way that it's minimizing risks or whatever. I would say, spend some time with your fear. Really get to know what it is that you're afraid of. I mean, name that fear and, and go in and, and really try to bring it alive. Say, okay, what is the worst case scenario that could be happening because of this fear? Determine whether or not it's a, a viable fear. Going back to what we talked about uh, at the beginning of the conversation about fear, there are certain things that we should be afraid of such as, you know, a poisonous snake is about to bite you. That is something you should be afraid of. And yeah, just, you know, run like crazy and get away from the snake or do whatever you need to do to protect yourself. Um, so if it's a viable fear, honor it, respect it and act appropriately. Right. But if it's an ego fear where your ego is trying to protect you from the unknown, that's not really a true fear. Right. That's that's just it's not a fear that's designed to protect us, really. It's a fear that's designed to prevent us from moving forward with our lives. And if it's that case, then explore that fear a bit more. Get to the point where you can start to see how ridiculous that fear really is, because we have no control over what happens in the world. You know, come up with some actions that you can take to mitigate the uncertainty or mitigate the, the fear of the timing so that you feel like you have, okay, I've got my backup plan or even plans A, B, C, and D. Um, get those actions in place, maybe save a little bit more money, whatever it is you need to do, and then jump. Because otherwise your fear will prevent you from actually going forward and doing what you want with your life. 
Another way that we hold ourselves back from doing what we want with our lives is um, we have a lack of clarity about what we want and how to go about it. I'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back from our break. If you have any questions or comments, give me a call at 866-451-1451, and we will be right back. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about what holds us back from doing what we want with our lives. And just before the break, I was saying another thing that holds us back is a lack of clarity about what we want or how we go about it. So we may have a vague idea, but we don't clearly know what it is that we want for our life. So, for example, we may know that we want to help make the world a better place, which is a wonderful thing, right? But we might not know exactly what we want to do in order to achieve that, right? It's difficult when we don't know the direction we want to take. Now, of all the things that can hold us back, I think this one is probably the most straightforward and the most fun to address, right? When we don't know exactly where we want to go, we can spend some time imagining, researching, et cetera, to get a better idea of what it is that we want to do. Uh, we can really just daydream and explore all sorts of possibilities. Now, the thing about possibilities is that we need to be open to them. And this can be the biggest challenge to this area. It's really easy to fall into the it's impossible mindset as you consider options for how you want to move forward. One way to be open is to just list all of the options without any judgment or assessment. Just keep a running list of all your ideas or options. And then once you feel like you've gotten a full list, then you can go through and figure out which one appeals to you the most. 
Tied to this idea of a lack of clarity in terms of what it is that I want to do is also the lack of having a plan on how to get there. Like everything else in life, if we don't have a plan and we don't have a clear idea of the steps we need to take, we'll never get there. You don't have to know all of the steps or all of the details of each of the steps, but you do need to know the big buckets and general areas to focus on in order to get started. And then you need to focus on it. You actually have to go do something, right? We're, we're experts at procrastination. But if something is important to you, and living the life and doing what you want with your, your life should be important to you, then you need to devote time to it daily. There are several things you can do to help in this area. So for the planning part, you can spend time researching how other people have done this. So for example, if your dream is to own a bar on the beach, you can research what's needed to do so. Are there laws or requirements you need to be aware of? How much does it typically cost to build or open a beach bar? You could go and talk to somebody who's done this. Chances are whatever it is that you want to do in your life, someone else has already done it, right? Or something really similar. Schedule some time with this person and get their advice. And, you know, remember to make the time spent valuable for them as well, right? Make it a two-way conversation. But really understand from them what lessons did they learn that they could pass on to you? What would they do differently now that they've been through it all? Are there skills that you need um, that are necessary for you to do whatever it is? So maybe it's time to sign up for that bartending course that you've been considering if owning a bar on the beach is your dream. I have a friend who bought a piece of land next to mine down in Guatemala. And as you know, I've built a house here and have been through the building process. And we sat down and I shared with him the good, the bad, and quite honestly, the ugly about building a home in another country. And this information really helped him avoid some of the mistakes that I made when I built my house. And I was happy to do it, right? So people like to share what it is that they've accomplished and what challenges they faced and things like that. People usually generally enjoy that. So if you're at the planning stage and you don't know where to start, look for somebody who has done what you want to do or something similar and just try to have a conversation with them. And then, you know, for the setting and making your dreams a priority, you need to commit to taking actions. So I always ask myself, what steps can I take today? And then I make time every day, even if it's just 10 minutes to work on and focus on my priorities. And I do that because I know that if I don't, my dreams will never become a reality. Now, I will say that as we go through and we implement our plan, it's also important to be flexible, right? We can have a general idea of where we want to go. We can have the steps, but other opportunities are going to come up to us. So being open to those opportunities is important too. Another thing that will hold us back from going after what we want for our lives is our concern about what other people may say or think. We can spend a lot of time worrying about what other people will say, uh, that they won't agree with us or they'll give us a lot of backlash about our choices. Uh, and we worry about this. Uh, we worry that they may say we're crazy or they might make fun of us. It's amazing how much emphasis and power other people's opinions of us and our decisions have over us. And it's one way that we give away our power. And so if you're doing this, look for ways that you can empower yourself instead. 
Um, because when we give away our power like that, when we say, oh, I am very concerned about what other people may say or think or do based on what it is I'm doing with my life, it can really prevent you from fully being yourself and living your life to the greatest potential. Now, I want to be clear, having people around you who support you and encourage you is a wonderful and necessary thing in our lives. And having that person in your life who will ask you the tough questions so you can see clearly the impact of your decisions or ideas is a gift. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the people who criticize you or put you down or discourage you or give you their opinion without coming from the heart. And we all, we, we all know the difference between those two types of people, right? Um, Lao Tzu says, care about what other people think and you will always be their prisoner. And I'm talking about the people who would make you a prisoner. Now, it can be really difficult to release the perception that we need others' permission or their stamp of approval to move forward with our lives. I mean, our family values, our culture, our religion can all impact our ability to do or not do things. So here are some things to keep in mind if you find yourself looking to others for their approval or if you're actually letting others tell you how you should be living your life. First off, remember that you are the one who knows what's best for you in your life. What's right for you may not be right for someone else and vice versa. And you may make mistakes as you do things, but you can then learn from them and you will know that you've tried. So keep in mind, you are the only one who knows what's best for you. You're also the one who has to live with your decisions and the results of your actions right? Um, this means that it's really easy for other people to tell you what to do or share their opinions because they don't have to live with what happens, right? There's no risk to them. They aren't the ones taking the risk about starting the new career or moving to a new location or trying a new dance class, right? You're the one who has to live with the risk. You're the one who has to live with the impact, not them, right? And finally, and this is a big one as well. We go through life and we think that other people are watching us and what we're doing. And in reality, most people don't even notice what we're doing. I'll talk more about this after the break. Uh, when we come back, I'll, I'll share also some other ideas around how to live the life that you want. Stay tuned. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. 
bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal, and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. We're back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about what holds us back from doing what we want with our lives. And just before the break, I was starting to talk about um, how to overcome the the thing that holds us back when we worry about what other people think about us. And we, we go through life thinking that people are watching us and they know what we're doing. Right. And when in reality, most people don't even notice, say the person standing next to them on the train, people are inherently ego driven and they think in terms of themselves first. It's me, me, me. Right. So uh, going back to my dance class, when I used to try something new in my dance class, at first I was really concerned that the other women in my class would see that I made a mistake. But the truth was the other women were so focused on their own attempts and whether they were succeeding or failing at doing the same thing that they never really even saw what I was doing. And once I realized that it was much easier for me to try something new. So Keep that in mind. Unless you're doing something really crazy, like dressed up like a chicken walking down the street, people aren't going to notice you. And then finally, we hold ourselves back by creating all sorts of artificial boundaries and rules about our lives and our dreams. So we may say that we're going to do something, but only when we have fill in the blank here, lost their weight, gotten the promotion, gotten the kids through college, found the right person to be with. Or we may say that we'll only do this if X, Y, and Z happen and happen by a certain date. And if we don't make a mistake, and if a black cat crosses our path on a full moon during a lunar eclipse, each time we create a boundary or a rule like this, we effectively close off ourselves from opportunities coming in. We're so focused on having something happen and unfold exactly as we want it to that we miss out or even prevent other things from coming in that would make our dream so much better than perhaps we could even have imagined. So boundaries and rules, you know, they're another way that we try to control the uncertainty of living our lives. And then, you know, the other thing is, and this is a a softer thing that prevents us from living the way we want to, is we tend to buy into the messages that we see every single day around us. So the advertisements on TV, the billboards, the social media videos, the people in movies, and the majority of them are all focused on consumer or a consuming economy. And they tell us that we need to have certain things in order to be living life the quote, correct way. We need to drive the latest model and type of car. Our house staffs to have so many square feet and a beautifully redone kitchen with all the latest gadgets. Our clothing and shoes have to have the correct labels. We need to have our hair styled and a body that looks a certain way, like a certain movie star or whatever. And we get bombarded with these types of messages. Rarely do we get messages that connect with the spirituality and core of who we are and what we are truly here to do, which is to connect to love and bring that and all our gifts forward to help others in the planet. And this is a difficult one, right? Because it's so pervasive and even insidious in our culture. 
and, and I want to say there's nothing wrong with having nice things. We're meant to enjoy life and be comfortable, but it can be really easy to get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses that we lose sight of what's truly important for our lives. And that's where I know I talked at the beginning of the show that that movie slow-mo, that's where he was coming from. He was so caught up on keeping up with the Joneses and having all of the stuff that he lost sight of what he really wanted for his life. So one way to combat this is to ask yourself the question, do I really need this? How will this thing, whatever it is, help me live the life that I want to? And you may discover that you need far, far less than you had thought that you needed in your life. You know, when I put my belongings in storage a year and a half ago before spending last year traveling, I went through this exact process and exercise, and I ended up getting rid of so many different things. I donated some, I gave some to friends, and I sold some. The freedom that I felt afterwards was incredible. And today, I find that there's very little that I actually need to do or need to have in order to feel safe, comfortable, and nurtured. So I encourage you to, uh, to do the same. We've talked a lot today about different things that prevent us from doing what we want with our lives. And again, in short, there's really only one thing that's holding you back from doing what you want with your life. And that one thing is you. Uh, we disguise it through a number of different names and masks, um, but it is you. I want to remind you all that you have the power and the ability to do what you want with your life. And all you need to do is step forward and do it. If you're looking for help to do this, check out my website at spiritevolution.co. Uh, I have a retreat coming up in January where we're going to be focusing exactly on this. Um, or check out my online course or even shoot me an email at admin at spiritevolution.co. Thank you for listening and join me again next week where we'll continue to explore courageous, authentic living. Have a great day. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day -day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.